Welcome to Come Queens, the pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can smash the fucking patriarchy one conversation at a time. On this week's episode, we talk femtech and its impact on the future of women's health and wellness. I'm Grace. And I'm Charlotte. If you're a returning listener, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us grow. We appreciate those five stars. Femtech. Femtech. I always think of um, Robin, you know, she's like, fembots have feelings too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little fembot. (laughs) I love her. She's so cute and like, dancing on my own <laughs> that's not the tune at all but that's a good that's a good costume you could be you could be that's Robin. a great idea well no you could you have the hair well what am I gonna do with it I'm having a birthday party where I'm gonna dress up as karaoke everyone's gonna dress up as a karaoke character and sing the song and sing do you have song. somebody yet I I don't you got ideas I have ideas but like nobody, nobody whose look is distinct enough is like is in line. Like I'm not gonna dress up as Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, though. But what would I wear? I don't know. You'd have to get. Well, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. There, kind of a, a pot belly. It wouldn't I want be a dis- pot belly. that distinguished. I. I don't know. I thought about possibly Britney Spears, just because there's so many classic looks oh god what if you got a red jumpsuit right and toxic it that's that was kind of that would be great but um yeah i don't know it's a lot of decisions to me yeah it's hard (laughs) but femtech femtech what is it (laughs) um i was asking i've been asking around the world about it this week as you know we've been preparing and nobody's heard of it that i've talked to yeah i feel like it's, it's kind of like an industry buzzword yes so I guess it's basically just, I wrote down software diagnostics products and services that use technology to focus on women's health. Yeah. And it seems like it kind of grew out of the fact, I mean, just like all the things we're learning, that people just saw, hey, there's a gap in the market. No right. one's taking care of us out here. So women primarily went out and did it on their own. Mm-hmm. I think it started with um, fertility treatments and that... What kept coming up was that fertility tracker that you wear on your wrist. Oh, Ava, I yeah. think is its name. Yeah, I saw that and I was, because I'm going to have to get my IUD out this year and I have been contemplating whether I want to get another one put in or what I'm going to do for birth control, mm-hmm. but it, I don't know if the fertility tracker can like make you know when not to have sex. Yeah, dude, don't, it I don't think dangerous. that's, <laughs> I don't think that's like a, yeah, they are not marketing way. it that way. You go and get a baby if you do that. But I mean, there's definitely just ways that, you know, we've been ignored by the whole medical profession. And I think that they're, you know, these products are lining up to, a lot of them are to help with like pregnancy and Mm -hmm. to track your, I mean, we all have. Your menstrual cycle. Yeah, menstrual cycle. I've got a nap. I feel like everyone, almost everyone has a nap for that now. I read one in five women uses Femtech, but every, like everyone I know has a period tracking app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I was trying to remember, I heard somebody else saying this the other day, so I'm not sure if it's like a false memory that my mom used to write on her calendar, like a P oh. for period. 
to track it. Good, you know, good for her. Back in the old days. Yeah. I, I no only fonts. recently started the tracking and I'm glad that I did it. Yeah, me too. So yeah, this uh, Femtub is going along with the personalized wellness trend because we're seeing like millennials are more hesitant going to doctors. You and want we don't something. have health insurance. We don't have health insurance, <laughs> limited health care options. Um, as women, we're not valued or believed as much with our symptoms. You can personally attest to that. Yes. Um, so that's why I think more people are leaning towards just personalized health care apps, wearable devices where you can not necessarily diagnose yourself, but it helps if you can track your symptoms by yourself and personalized hygiene products. I've actually read, too, that people, some people have discovered health problems through their period tracking apps, like when the app can notice irregularities or you start realizing like that your cycle is way off mm -hmm. or you're having uh, it just helps you keep track of it because you can't always remember um month to month what it was like and my app really helps me with the emotional side of my period because it kind of like motivates me yeah like, you got this you can make it through that's nice mine mine is like are you feeling a little down though yeah. that's because you're at this point in your cycle and you're probably a little more emotional right now it's really validating there's this really cool um startup called next gen jane gen generation with a j um and they're a startup that is they want to collect your tampons it, all over the U.S. there, they also have some people in Canada doing it. It's cool. They have this map showing how many people from each state have participated. So they want to collect your tampons and they want to chart the menstrualome. Menstrualome. <laughs> I'm trying to say that correctly. <laughs> it basically just means like they're tracking the cells that are in your menstrual cycles uh, that you shed every month during menstruation. So they're hoping that this can lead to advancements in diagnosing your menstruation if you have uh, signs of endometriosis or... PCOS, right? Yeah. So that's really exciting. I'm, According to my app, I'm supposed to be menstruating today. So we'll see. I don't use tampons, though, but I'm kind of thinking about maybe just using a tampon and sending it to Well, you could take your, your menstrual cup, dip, dip, dip it a tampon in the tampon. In, yeah, like an appetizer. That's, that <laughs> seems like a lot more work. <laughs> You're right. You could just wear a tampon for But, yeah, minute. so you, gotta, you can go to their uh, website, nextgenjane.org. Oh, I don't remember it's, if it's .com or .org. Um, well, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. And the, it's cool. They send you like this giant white tube and you just pop your little tampon in there. Does it cost it money? No, no money to you. Because it's just studying. Yeah, but that answers our question before. We were like, can you mail blood? Yeah. But apparently you can. But can so, you mail blood to the president? Can you mail right. your tampons to the president? I'm that's, saying that's we should I'm do saying. it anyway. Yeah. Let's mail it to all the Republican senators out there. Yeah, to tell them to keep their hands off our pussies. Yes. Hey, and the Democrat, you know, a ton of Democrats mm -hmm. are still supporting the Hyde Amendment. We should do. So Joe Biden. We should. That's, mm -hmm. that's fucking Joe Biden. Well, I think he just, he might have taken it back just last year, but okay. it's sketch. Real late in the game, Joe. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's been, the thing about this femtech, though, is we know 
that when women are in any field, um, but particularly technology, there's a disparity and there's definitely um, the way that com- new startup companies get funded is through venture capital. Right. So I got a little bit of information about that uh, based on this because it basically um, women founders, and this isn't just for Femtech, but for any startup company, are just 2.2%. They receive only 2.2% of all venture capital funding, which could be because only 9% of venture capitalists are even women. So the people mm-hmm. with the money that give it to you. Like, think Shark Tank, if this is a new oh concept God, yes. to you. But their numbers are way off because they always have like at least two women up there. Barbara, I know Barbara. Barbara and then the Spanx woman who they, Lori, mm-hmm. who they always give, we have this pink one for you, Lori. And I'm like, oh God. Here's a pink tax for you, Lori. <laughs> and only 4% of research and development goes to women's healthcare globally of, I saw of that, dollars. Which is insane, which is why there's such a need for this right. new market. Yeah. But that's one of the things, like, theoretically, capitalism solves problems. Right. If it's working in its best state, capitalism mm-hmm. should solve problems. And in this case, it seems like there are women who are coming in um, and and doing this, although not all femtech companies are owned are by one women. Yeah. But it's more... <laughs> I couldn't find the breakdown, though. I found one woman who started, her name's Tanya Bowler, and she started a company called Elvi um, because she found out that, and this is something I, we definitely need to research more, too, is that 50% of women have pelvic floor prolapse oh, after yeah. after they give mm-hmm. birth. And basically, your pelvic floor is what holds up all your lady organs in there yeah, all your shit. it's kind of like a hammock that mm-hmm. and so then it gets weak um and then women experience all these issues afterwards and she realized that there was no one out there even one just telling women this was going to be happening to right. them and so it's sort of it's like a pelvic exercise trainer that looks sort of like a little egg slash rocket oh. if and you put it in there and it can sense when you're doing the exercises, it can sense how you're doing them and correct you. Because I guess a lot of women, when they're trying to do, like I imagine like Kegel. Kegel. Yeah. And they're bearing down and you're supposed to actually be like sucking up, you know? We're both, we're both, we're both doing this with our muscles right now. I'm trying to like, um, you know what I mean? I'm trying to do up or down. Yeah. Push down. Oh, I do up. I do up up naturally. Yeah. But, you know, maybe it would need more intensity so it can actually correct you and use, like, biofeedback. Hell yeah. To help you with that. And so, you know, that helps a lot of people to be able to have that out there. Um, There's also ones for menopause. There's... Yeah, which is still stigmatized. Like, there was this woman who was doing a fertility uh treatment startup and she just recalled that she was in a room uh, of a bunch of male ceos and she mentioned menopause and they all burst down to laughter so like you're still dealing with that shit and that's why more women need to get into the tech fields and help us just help us (laughs) right and they need to be funded because there are if their ideas can't be funded then and like take these problems seriously right yeah and like from a capitalism standpoint, it's stupid not to do this oh, because exactly. this is a whole untapped market, and it's gr- I mean it's growing. I read that um, 
in 20 since 2011 220 million has been raised and it'll be 297 million by 2024 but it's already a billion dollar a year industry and mm-hmm. growing so <laughs> there's definitely there's definitely lots of of room for growth and for innovation yeah so the economic burden for women's diseases in general is more than 500 billion dollars a year and women are more prone to autoimmune disorders which are still we're still not like totally sure what's going on with that um and also as we talked about before women just metabolize drugs differently so that's why there's a huge need for women to be included in clinical research trials um the ambient dosage is what we talked about was cut in half because women were just having these dramatic side effects I read about this other company as far as diagnostic health goes that it's called uh, Isono Health and they invented um, a breast cancer screening thing that's like a 3D sonogram that goes around your breast almost like a bra because I guess a lot of women don't get mammograms. They're Mm -hmm. very expensive Um, and the founders' names are Miriam... Zai and Shadi Sabay. Sorry if I'm missing up those names, but they um, they actually found that 70% of Asian women have dense breasts, and mammograms can't detect ah. for whatever reason on dense breasts, hmm. and so they're missing one in three breast cancer diagnoses that's in early stage. Yeah, that's awful. That's a lot. <laughs> You know, and again, that's like an example of when you have representation in mm-hmm. an industry because that's been the other opportunity within this too because maybe, you know, the doctors who started out inventing mammograms probably weren't Asian women. Right. You know, in the initial phases. So they, so it actually like identifies this issue and goes after it. So just going off the benefits of Femtech, it can help improve access to care for women in remote and rural areas. Um, A lot of these companies are still at the startup phase of it, so I don't think they're there yet to fully include access, but hopefully they will get there if they are fully funded. Um, Empowering women to manage their own health, obviously. It's more cost-effective that way for personal women are are less likely to have insurance coverage overall. And they pay more because of the higher life expectancy. And if they take back the pre-existing condition rule, which Mm -hmm. the current administration is trying to do, being a woman is like a pre-existing condition because we can become pregnant. Which is (laughs) so crazy. Yeah. It's wild. And pregnancy counts as a disability, which... Hmm in order for you to get disability insurance. But to me, it should just stand on its own as its own separate thing. Um, I mean, it certainly has an impact, which prevents certain things, particularly afterwards. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are great benefits. I got some other apps that are available, if any of these would interest you. One is called Lact App that actually helps walk you through breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of, you know, like if you can't – these can take the place too if you can't necessarily hire a lactation specialist or something like that. Yeah. There is uh, also Furly, F E R L Y, 
which is an app that kind of is, I think, doing a little bit of what our podcast is doing, just trying to normalize talk around sex and teach you about pleasure. So I got to download that one. Yeah, I downloaded this one app. Uh, it's also a sexual wellness app, Mjoy. So it's like an audio guide to sexual well-being. So it kind of walks you through body exploration, and it just helps you further communicate your needs and wants to your partner. So I thought that was cool. I also had really cute graphics. and So it seems like a kind of like a meditation I calming s- app. I do. I still need work on my communication. The other night we were having sex and I was trying to say, I was like, keep doing what you're doing. Like, you know. You want to encourage. Well, but no, but he switched the move. Yeah. Does you I ever know how I this hate, happen? I, yeah. They're in the right spot. He was exactly where he should have been. Then I'm like, wait, go back. Right. And then, but then he was like, well, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, oh, just, just what, what you were you just were, doing. What you were doing, remember? Right. But was, I think half the time they're not thinking about it. Mm-mm. Well, because to me, it's it. more like a he had switched from like a, like a grind up and in kind of motion. Okay. And then got the more excited because he could see I was getting excited. Mm. Then he started pulling and oh, doing yeah, in and yeah, out yeah, and yeah. just like going in the, but then it was yeah, missing yeah. The, the clitoral the contact. Yeah. yeah. So, but then we got back on track and I was like, yeah, there, there. And then it was great. But yeah, it definitely threw it off. So I would love to learn better language. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm like, oh, I was just, I think I reacted because I was so, you know, like I was so on the edge. Right, yeah. And then I was and like, And you were like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I've definitely done that. <laughs> Come back. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I don't know if there's an app for that, but <laughs> if anyone knows. How to scream less at your partner. Yeah. Uh, there is, there's Clue, which is a period app. And actually, its founder is the one, uh, Ida Tin. She's the one who actually coined the term femtech. Oh. In the in the public space, which is cool. But they're taking – I think the idea behind Clue is that they actually, just like you were talking about sending in your menstrual blood, they track the data of all of – it's actually giving data that they've never had for all of these women's cycles. But then to think about Andrew Yang, like there's the flip side of concern with these products of what data are we giving away. Right, exactly. That – which is a concern. That's definitely concerning. For the, everything. The DNA apps, like everyone was doing those. What, what, what I'm was that called? Like that. me, 23 me. me. Daniel actually got. and you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those and I have not used it just because it just skeezed me out so much. I don't want, yeah. I don't want them to have my Well, my I mean, and that's, I mean. So if someone wants it, I can mail it to you. Now, yeah, have the, because you I want to know. 23 and me. Like, I want to know the information, but I also just don't want to, like, give away my information. Right. I don't know who it's going to and how long they're going to keep it. What crimes I'm going to have to commit later. Exactly. You know, put me in the database. I'm already fingerprinted. Right. Another four years of Trump. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. So he'll be like, and he'll be mining Ancestry.com once he takes away birthright citizenship. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that's definitely a concern that we should be talking about, especially if health insurance companies were to say, get a hold of this information and say, oh, well, women with PCOS Mm -hmm. are going to be charged more or in general, they just want to charge women more right? as it is, which is probably why we have less insurance. Um, you can also, if you do decide you want to look into a fertility awareness method of birth control, there's natural cycles, which helps you 
know. I think it's the idea. Actually, my my ex's brother's girlfriend, I remember, told me. she was. I was like, oh, what kind of, we were just talking, what kind of birth control she are you on? And she's it. like, I have an app. And she, they just used that. Um, I really, we need to learn more. Do they have a baby now? No. Wow. Mm-mm. How long has she been doing it? Well, they're broken up, but oh, <laughs> this okay. is many years ago. But, but yeah, they don't have a. They never had a baby. Um, well, good for them. Yeah. She really, she really used that app, though. Right. I would definitely be the person that would just be like, forget. I forget to put in my period in my period tracker. Actually, I just signed into my period app, and it was like, did your period end? But my period's due in like four right. days. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. I haven't been paying attention to you. <laughs> um. So you can. Definitely use stuff like that. There's also Quora, which is named after my cat, where they sell, I think they sell you like boxes on a monthly basis of organic pads and tampons. Yes. Delivered to your door. I like that idea of a menstrual subscription service. Even though I love my cup, but if that's just the way to go. I I want them to send you. Because I think some of them send you like a care package. Here's some chocolate. Oh, they send you some cute ass shit. I want self-care. Get me through. Well, this one company, Day, D-A-Y-E, they are a subscription service, and they include regular organic tampons, but also tampons that include CBD in them, and they claim it, like, really helps with cramps. Um, You can sync it with your cycle. It shows up right at your door. It seems pretty cheap. It's a UK-based company, and I was looking it up, and, like, 12 tampons was, like, 1.23 1.23 euros so it would no be a little more expensive than <laughs> what is it one and a half in the u.s do you know no I'm i just know it's more <laughs> i'm like euros maybe pounds or dollars not as it's not worth as much as it used to be but yeah cbd tampons intrigues me i don't know yeah i've I'm... tried cbd like orally and i haven't it hasn't done anything for me but i have most enjoyed cbd topically because ah. um, I have that's a lot right. of pain. You have CBD lube. Oh, and right? I have CBD lube. Yeah, but for pain, I use I have like a salve that mm. I rub on, and that seems to work better than than ingesting it for me. Oh yeah. But people say like anxiety wise that it does things for them. Right. I guess you have to do it consistently. Yeah, and I've never done that. I right. just have been at festivals. Give me a squirt. <laughs> squirt me up. It is weird to see all these CBD dispensaries all over our town it is so since you said like there's like a cbd tour bus it's like a trolley i've seen that bitch like around i'm like what is the point of this yeah like a hemp it's like a hemp the hemp trolley or something Mm -hmm. what why what are you guys seeing like trying all the cbds around town yeah cool uh yeah but I mean, not if high. that's your thing, sure. Go for <laughs> it. I mean, it's not going to do, but I mean, it's not like, oh, you take a ton of CBD, nothing dramatic is going to happen to yeah. you. I but, guess you learn about like how it's farmed. And... But I think they're just positioning themselves for the Oh, switch. they're getting ready. Yeah, they're yeah, ready to rock sure. and roll. It's a smart move. Yeah. We also looked into this one tech conference called CES. Maybe this means something to you if you know about technology. Um, but. They basically gave an award for innovation to this company called Ose, which makes a robotic massager. We looked at that online. Man, you I'll 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 link to it. It was really cool. It 
it had a thing that kind of went on the outside so that it would like suck on your clitoris. Yeah, it's a little suction cup. And then it also went inside and then had like almost like a little finger like being like poke, yeah. poke, like to tap that G spot. Thing looked crazy. So this tech conference gives this company an award and then revoked it and then banned well I guess they were saying that they couldn't have that year in 2019 they couldn't have any kind of I guess sexual wellness technology there but they've they've done it they've allowed sexual wellness products in this year just on a trial basis so because that's a whole I mean think about that now that you could you know put together technology with sex toys yeah to truly customize them to your exact body Mm -hmm. i was trying to find the post that was about that specific sex toy it was so funny i saw it on facebook someone reposted it it was like an amazon review of it and they were like it took me a little bit to like position it to my body which is like why we should have personalized sex toys because everyone's vulva's different everyone's clit is in a different place like that's a whole nother point. But she was saying it took me a little bit like, you know, trial and error. But like wh- and she like accidentally turned it on full force because she didn't feel anything at first. And it went right on the clit. And she said, my legs went out like one of those goats. Like when they're scared. <laughs> yeah. And, just, and she like couldn't move. And she said I was shaken for like five minutes. I couldn't get out. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit, I'm sold on that. Right. Like, let's look that shit up. Send us one, I say, if you would love to. <laughs> yeah, we'll try it out. Yeah. I want to be a little scared goat. <laughs> um, there's also a wearable sex toy that went to this conference called, by a company called Crave, called Vesper. And this one, a company called Pulse has a motion-censored lubricant dispenser and warmer. So you can just, I imagine it's like when you're at, when it goes, Yeah. And gives you some Purell, mm-hmm. which maybe you're using extra of if you can find it these days. Yeah. What with the impending Bud Light virus. Um, so you could, yeah, but I would definitely want just a lube warmer, period. And you don't want, who wants to fumble with the bottle, you know? That's true. And then it's on the bed or you throw it. Usually you just throw it. You throw it and yeah. then, then it's and gone then for next t- time. you try to find it. <laughs> so I want accessible lube. Yeah, just... Mount it, Mount it right on the headboard. <laughs> I just want my bed to spew. Spew lube spew lube down and on me. what if you had a water bed too? What if I could just ask my Google to spew lube on me? Google. Okay, Google. Alexa, can you spew lube right now? She should be a lube dispenser. What she, else is she, she doing? She could be. Yeah. <laughs> the lady in the Her tube. lazy ass just sitting yeah. around. What are you doing? She's probably <laughs> listening to us right now. Maybe I'll get ads for that now. You probably will. <laughs> um, I had this great moment in the Verizon store where the two Googles started getting into a conversation with each other by accident because they're like, if you need anything, just say, okay, Google. And then the other Google heard that and it just set them off into a conversation. And it was the first time where I was like, technology has gone too far. Battle of the droids. Yeah. The robots are coming for us. (laughs) Femtech. Um, (laughs) Now when I see Femtech, now I'm, I'm just picturing like a giant robot sex toy. Yeah. There's another company that I found called Ruby Love that was started by Crystal Etienne, and it's period-proof swimwear, loungewear, underwear, <gasps> and activewear. Swimwear. I'm totally into that. Swimwear, I am very. 
I'm very into it. I think I'm ready for a new bathing suit. Like it's becoming swimsuit season. I have so many, which is why I never buy another one. Mm. But I think I just need to get new with the the look, you know, because the high waist we're in, and I don't think that's for me. I was just gonna say I love a high waisted. Yeah, it's. I just I don't know if it's. I bought my some high waisted undies the other day, and I'm like, you know what? I look good in this. But where do you put your pants? I put my pants on top of my underwear. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how I wear them. <laughs> but is it up? Like, do you? Are you? Oh, all- they're not that. They're not that crazy, my dude. No, oh, they're you're not just talking like, like a. Like, yeah, like a little. It's like the underwear so like a, that's they're like, a like strap, hipster, like a strap connecting. Oh, okay. okay, but it goes up a little bit. I thought you. I, I was picturing like waist anyway. high underwear, and oh, I was no, like, no, no, no. I'm not those are, no. Yeah, those are like that's getting into granny panty territory. Which I have a couple. So do I. Yeah, granny panties are fine. Super emergency situations. Yeah. I was I was period. in Florida, and I think I got my period, and I needed underwear stat and I sent my boyfriend at the time into CVS to get me some and he comes out with like extra large high-waisted like Hanes underwear and I was like like, do you even know my body like how did you choose this did you even look at the (laughs) at the package but we were all cracking up like I was in a car full of people and I'm just like hey guys showing them this underwear you could put so many things in there like you were showing me my cat like yeah yeah (laughs) cat in there a little puppy my husband's taken to carrying around our cat in his pants and his robe and his hoodies He, we need to get him a wearable cat thing because yeah. that's what he clearly is craving. They exist. He wants the skin to skin contact. Yeah. So you can try out. If you guys are using any femtech, I would love to know more about what's available or what, or even what femtech you would like to have in your life. Because I feel like I would definitely, I think I would use the pelvic floor exerciser that one sounds exciting um you told me about one yesterday the with the remote oh gosh yeah I wish I remember the name of that that might have been dame or something but it's a new vibrator that I think they're still in uh the beginning phases of it but it's very cute little slender kind of like just kind of a vulva shaped guy and it sits in your underwear you can wear him around he's not too bulky obviously because if you're just wearing him around just being chill he hooks up with i don't know why i'm associating it with he it they (laughs) the vibrator (laughs) but it can be hooked up to any kind of bluetooth um phone from anywhere in the world so your partner can theoretically turn this thing on when you're wearing it wherever and just you can have a little little fun little orgasm while you're i'm picturing movie theater that's what i picture that's kind of my little fantasy we're sitting we're watching a movie in the theater he turns it on I don't know what kind of movie, though. That It can't be a children's movie. It can right, not be Frozen 2. Why would you be at Frozen 2? I don't know. I like how this is the movie that you go to. I'm trying to think. I haven't even seen The Frozen last movie two. I've seen, um, I saw in theaters was Star Wars. There weren't really any moments for that. Well, maybe just oh, yeah, maybe we, in the excitement of the too. moment, like of a, yeah. you know, like when it's in a big action scene. Yeah, that would be it good. Would, you'd have to go to a I movie. I cried during Star Wars for some reason, so... It would be a weird 
I was checking I think back. I would just be having a breakdown if I was orgasming and crying at the same time. <laughs> just let all You would see the like my brain out. like <laughs> I want to do it at dinner because that You want to be talking to I, people? I want to yes. And orgasm oh, at that's the same totally time. Like, yeah. I don't oh, I would I, totally be the person who's like give me head under my desk while I have I, to talk to I don't to think someone. I want to be at this dinner. Yeah, no, I mean, I I wasn't picturing like a group meal. I was, oh, oh, just you. The oh, two my of gosh. us. I thought it was a group Not meal. Not the two of us, but the, <laughs> the, my partner you, and you I. You and your partner. I and thought this maybe was I have a to interact date. with the with the service staff for sure. Oh, my gosh. I thought this was a whole double date situation. No. I was like, this sounds terrible. Yeah, no, that's weird. That, okay. That makes okay. everyone uncomfortable. But Okay. I'm better. I but like just like I'm out in the world, better. I have to interact with – I love the idea yeah. of having to interact with someone and pretend like I'm not turned on. Yeah. And like try to act cool. But then that makes it even sexier. So I could be into it. I Yeah, I think my partner would be very into this. And – when he's on tour, I mean, oh yes, great. that's perfect for think, long distance. Thinking of you, babe. Yeah, let me turn that guy on <laughs> again with the guy. I'm that. I'm very into it. I think that we should, uh, you know, just start investing more money in these companies, though, to make it happen. All of our dreams coming true, and it seems like the possibilities are endless as far as where this could go, but. Right. I have mixed feelings about it being called femtech just because it's like, why do we have to make everything like something for, you know, I mean, I get that a woman coined this term. Right. But also you're like. And it is personalized for, you know, for women's issues. Right. Or people with vaginas. Yeah. More specifically. But I think that, you know, like we are, I don't know, it should just be technology it has to be something separate because there's so few women in technology, I think, is why that happens. You yeah. know, why we have to – and, I mean, it is it is a whole new frontier. And it's saying, like, fuck you guys if you aren't going to help us out, if, you know, the typical segments. I saw AOC. If anybody is a huge AOC fan like I am, I recommend watching her full interview. It's like an hour and a half long at South by Southwest if you just YouTube that. And she had a whole part where these two young girls um, of color asked her about, you know, like, how do you break into these systems? And she was basically just like, you make your own way. Yeah. We don't we don't wait. We don't try to fit into what, you know, what the existing world, because there isn't a place for us there and there won't be a place for us there. So we just have to make our own place. And I thought, hell yeah. Like, and that's exactly seat. what she's doing. Yeah. She's she's telling us to bring our own vibrators to market. Oh, bring your own no. vibrators. <laughs> um, and you can get you BYOV. Know, if you are a person, like you could actually start, you could start a company if you have an idea, you know? Like the more women creators and makers and entrepreneurs that we have out there, I think the more we can change these numbers so that women, people will start to pay attention to us. If anything, capitalism alone We'll just be like, okay, well, there's money to be made right, here. Exactly. Yeah. But I'd rather women and people with vaginas be getting this money than, um, you know, than the some, same somebody who's going to take advantage of us. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
I don't know. There, you're right. So on the downsides of this, it's like it seems like it kind of is a double-edged, uh, double-edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a market that plays on insecurities of a vulnerable population. And there Women. are beauty. I don't have any of them in my research, but right. there are beauty products that are in this sector oh yeah that just seemed like kind of bullshit you know and just more things that are and i don't know if they count that's not femtech but like a fitbit would be in the category of like biometric tracking which i feel like is also what this is related to yeah so who i who comes to mind when i think of like people maybe taking advantage of this gwyneth paltrow yes fucking gwyneth paltrow and the fucking yanni egg because don't buy it I, I say don't buy it. Some people think it's a great thing. No, the FDA has come out and said it's, okay. it's a danger. The FDA says don't buy it. So yeah, you should listen to you, them. It, can, it, gets, it gets dirty and can give you yeah. infections. And But she was like making all these claims that it can cure pelvic floor, you know, all this And there bullshit. are safe products that... That they can do help. similar things, but the jade, but it's made of jade, and jade itself is porous, and that's the problem with it, yeah. because it gets then the bacteria gets in there and grows, and then you and can't it's just a breeding clean ground. That shit. Yeah, so Jesus so like the Christ. other product, this this LV pelvic floor exerciser is made. I think it's made of silicone, so it's yeah, you, know, you can clean. That's it. pretty it's safe, safe to put in your yeah. body. I mean, freaking breast implants are made out of silicone, so yeah, wouldn't necessarily recommend. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to recommend breast implants for everyone. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think I could. I was kind of thinking about it. I was like, maybe I could do it. But like, I don't know. I don't really see I could a need for me personally. And what would I do with them? Like, why do you play with them? Yeah. I mean, I but play with my just, boobs as is. Right. Then you just have bags in there. It could decrease your sensitivity. Right. There are, there are a lot of uh, side effects. You have to happen. switch them out every so often because you can't just leave them in there. Wait, what? Yeah. Are you serious? We're going to have to learn more. Holy shit. We haven't touched plastic surgery, but that's a whole bag wow. of chips. Wow. Yeah. Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, our female entrepreneurs out there should, should get thinking about how you can jump in on this because everything shows that it's just growing and growing and we can be the change we want to see in the world. Hell yeah. So, you good? I think I'm okay. good, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to say, like, thanks? Oh, yeah. Um, always, thanks for our music, Bombay Gasoline. You should check them out. And we, uh, we appreciate you listening. And come back and see us next week for another exciting topic. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> buzz, buzz. <laughs> I'm thinking about vibrators now. (laughs) Words mean something, even.